Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? This is Matt Transplant Phoenix, and I'm joined by my new co-host, full-time, the Degenerate Gambler is back. Hey, (laughs) come on. Well, I can't be anymore. All my money's gone. It's gone, yeah. (laughs) We just lost it. Is it still still 5-1? Okay. Yeah, we're still we're still but, in play with. But few, Christian, few it's a pleasure left. to have you back on, my friend. Thank you, man. It makes my conversation, well, it makes me not look like a psychopath. Yeah, just I having was conversations of, with myself. I was worried about. I it. was worried, and I was saying it. Yeah. So, let's go over our terrible bets last week. <laughs> the first game on the docket was the Vikings versus the Forty Niners. Mm-hmm. As I recall, you did say the Niners were going to win the game. I did. Yes. I thought I had an inkling that the Vikings would win, and uh, I was way off. Cousins folded. Cousins folded. Lawn chair folded. You know what is surprising, though? That Jimmy G only had 131 yards passing. Right. That was a little surprising. Well, at the same time, no, because that is a running team. Yeah. And that's how they've done it all year. Running and defense. I'll say this. They are a team. They were constructed very well. And I know they did pay Jimmy G a decent amount of money, but they didn't do what the Giants did and reach for a running back <laughs> with the second overall pick. I don't know if we want to get into that right now. We don't. Okay, oh, yeah, my yeah, God. That, oh, that's oh, another... On my way over here, guess what the notice is that I got on my phone? Jason Garrett yep. is the new offensive coordinator not, yep. for the New York Giants. Yeah, so it's an absolute dumpster fire in New York right now. <laughs> Met life, they're burning it down as we hey, speak. Hey, I heard he's a great guy, though. I heard he claps a lot. He's a good <laughs> clapper. <laughs> He's a great guy. Maybe we'll go 500 this season. Who knows? Maybe we you should get, only hope. Really. We should get Jeff Fisher as our <laughs> as our defensive coordinator. Consistently average. Then we're sure to go 500. Oh, no doubt about that. I don't know. Is that a bad thing as a Giants fan? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'd rather be just, terrible and at least have bad. hope of a good pick and a good player going on the team than being the 15th or 16th pick, as we watch the NBA right now. But let's get back to the Vikings 49ers. The mm-hmm. what was this, the spread was what on that game? Oh, uh, it was uh seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. You took I don't think either of us took the spread, did we? No, no it was seven. Didn't. It was seven even. Because you had Vikings no, I plus did. seven. I did. Yeah. yeah, I took the Vikings plus seven. Mm-hmm. Lost that bet. We both had the over forty four and a half. Yeah, gosh. We, yeah, we both lost that because it was twenty seven to ten, only thirty seven points. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was my most confident bet going into the it weekend. It was. Niners held up there, and the only thing going into it is I was worried about the Vikings. Obviously, I was worried because I thought it could be a blowout. And with that defense, it could be a blowout in the sense that Vikings don't score that The much. running game never got going for the Vikings. Yeah. Dalvin Cook's a huge part of that game, and he couldn't get going. Yeah. So then the second game was even a bigger upset. <clears throat> it was the Ravens and the Titans. Gosh. Ravens only scored 12 points. Wild. I couldn't believe it. Don't get it. And then Derrick Henry again. Remember the the prop bet was 92, right? Yep. What do you go for? 185? Yeah, buck 85. Something like that. He just nailed it. Okay, you know they're running it, right? Yeah. I mean, this week, dude, Tannehill, what do you throw for? Um, he he made some Maybe big plays 100? though. He he made some yeah. big plays. He he made but that huge he, pass yeah. for a touchdown, which was which was a good pass. But I mean, they but just still. bottled up Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and I think that's the problem when you're looking to one guy to answer all the questions throughout the whole season. And every question they gave gave him during the regular season, pretty much he was able to answer. Yep. Then you get a question like that in the playoffs, and he wasn't able to answer it. 
Mark Ingram being injured didn't help their game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Titans just had a great game plan going in. Derek, they dominated the line on both sides. Yeah, they just absolutely dominated the line, yep. and then they kept Lamar De- inside the pocket. This is why I hate to get back to Barkley, but this is why you don't draft a running back in the first round. You know why? Because there's barely ever a running back that's claimed to be the best two seasons in a row. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree. You can find talent in the third round. Yeah. Easy. I mean, he was a second round pick as a Heisman <clears throat> Trophy winner. Overall, yeah. He's like 6'4, 260. He's a monster. And that's the dude's a- going to have a great career. It's just, will it push Giants to winning seasons? Will it push them into the playoffs? I'm going to tell you now, it won't. I agree. It not, you have to have consistent it quarterback won't be play. Him. It won't be him. He may be an aspect of it, but it won't be him. Yeah, so th- we. I did take. I took the Titans plus 10. Yep, that was a nice pick. So that was a good pick. I went 0 for in that game. Yeah. 0 for. You took uh, and, Ravens and minus did we, 10. Did we point out this is for entertainment purposes? Oh, yeah. No, we, we didn't. I, no, okay. Well, we I did, just want to reiterate we did in the it. other one. Yeah, we, we're not betting advisors. <laughs> and even if we were, I, would, I probably wouldn't listen to us anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to us either. <laughs> but how many bets did we actually get right? I got one bet right on. I got two. And that was the only bet I got for the weekend. I got two because my, my homie owned it. Dude, okay, we're going to get into that game okay, in a yeah. second. But uh, we both picked the Ravens to win. Yep. That didn't go as planned. Nope. Uh, you picked the Titans under 19 and a half. Yeah. Two. Terrible. I think that was over very early on. Yeah, it was over pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the next game was the Texans versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Wild. Chiefs spotted them 24 points. That's only fair. <laughs> and it, they scored 28 points in 10 minutes. That's wild. Dude, most, most teams can't score 28 points in a game. Gosh. Have you seen that many fumbles? Like. Around the no, goal line man. like that on punts? No, but also what was what was crazy to see is so many drops by the Chiefs yeah. prior to that comeback. Cold. Their little hands got yeah. cold. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, what are you even supposed tra- to do? Even it? Travis Kelsey was dropping balls. And then he, he went off yeah. later on the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He's, he got three touchdowns. Three receiving yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, in, in the second quarter. Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes passed for five touchdowns. I think it was. Yep. And if you look at the Sean Watson stats for the game, they were good. They were really good. And if you would have told me the Texans score thirty one points, I I would have probably would said they, they won. Chance. Yeah. I don't I don't think they would have lost by twenty. No. I'll put it that way. Make it to where they have no chance. Dude, the Chiefs went on a fifty one to seven run. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So that's a great if you were into live betting. Again, we're not advising that. No, I, I uh but, oh, for, but I, that's great. You're down 24 points. I'm sure at that point, Chiefs were probably plus six and a half, maybe plus a touchdown. Yeah. Get the ball, and all of a sudden, yeah. I, I think they scored. They, so it came on that kickoff return. Mm-hmm. That's when the momentum shifted. Get that mic closer. You got the kickoff return to the 50. Yeah, I need my stand. <laughs> I'm not used to, I'm not used. To, okay. No, he, he got the kickoff it. return to the 50. Three, pay, three plays later, touchdown. Yeah. And then that falling possession, was that the – Fumbled uh, kickoff? No, punt block. Right? Punt block. Was it a punt block? Yeah. Punt block. Was that, it return? It, that changed it all. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, that changed it all. Yeah, but I I mean, Patrick Mahomes just went off. Yeah. Went off. 51-7 to run. Uh, I was over on that game. I took, I took the points, and it looked great mm-hmm. when we were up 24. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I but remember you, I remember texting you Texans dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was and like, then oh my God. five minutes yeah. later, Chiefs dot dot dot. <laughs> Legit. Within ten minutes, they the Texans were down four. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what just happened? I'm in Psychoville in Finkel's Mayor. Fifty two points actually in the first half covered the total game. Yeah. The Chiefs itself would have been a push. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but you, uh, that I was, you your, know that game. That, yeah, that was your shining moment. And I went, then, I started 0 and 3, then I was 2 and 3. I go, all right, I'm going into my most confident game. You're like, all right, all I need is one more to go 500. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say going into the Packers Seahawks game, that did not happen. Um, no. You went 0 for 3 on that one. Yeah. I went 0 for 2, which is terrible. And I only got one good bet on the whole weekend. But yeah, you went 0 for 3. Yeah. Seahawks end up losing 23 to 28. Mm -hmm. Uh, Devontae Adams is a number one receiver. Just in case anyone had that question going in, yeah, he answered it. Okay. 160 yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Yeah. I guess, yeah, okay. I can get on board with that. I mean, Michael Thomas is still number one in my book, even. I don't think, no, no, I'm just saying he's a number one receiver. Oh, he's a number one guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No doubt. No, he's If he can stay healthy, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's. Oh, God, he's a probably, I would say, top five receiver in the league if he stays healthy. Yeah. Definitely top ten. Oh, definitely. absolutely can make a case that he's top five. No, no, he's not the number one receiver. No, I was like, you're crazy. That's still Randy Maybe Moss. Maybe the number one receiver in fantasy. That's still Randy Moss already. Randy Moss? Yeah, come right off the bench. His boy's coming up. Oh, LSU? yeah. I, I, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Was he, he tight end, right? Tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they looked good. Joe Burris is going to be great for the Bengals. But no, the Red Rifle still got it. <laughs> Andy Dalton. <laughs> Last I recall, he's still on that team. Yeah, he, he'll are you around it? No, he's a free agent. Yeah, the Giants just picked him Ooh, up, dude. Ooh, Giants. Him and Jason Garrett yeah, have Garrett. a great report. Oh, Both God. redheads. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be great together. Yeah. Oh God, what the hell happened with the Giants? <laughs> uh, so we both picked the Seahawks that game. We were both off. Yep. Throughout the weekend, just picking games, I was one in three once again, mm-hmm. and you were two and two, five hundred. Yeah. I don't think anyone saw that Ravens game. God, no. Happening like that. And you know what? If I could go back, I would want the Ravens to win. Ravens-Chiefs is just so much more appealing than yeah. Titans. I mean, you have to I love the storyline of the Titans, but at the end of the day, Lamar versus Mahomes. Debatably the two best you can't, yeah. quarterbacks in the league. So thank you, it's gonna Titans. Be, it's going to be back-to-back MVPs. I mean, Lamar's going to win MVP. If he doesn't, it would be a shame. Yeah. And then Mahomes obviously won last year. All right, so that wraps up that weekend of disasters. Yeah, let's but put that behind us. For degenerate gamblers like us, it doesn't bet- phase. We're not us. betting advisors though. Um, for nope. degenerate gamblers Entertainment like purposes us, only. Another weekend, another chance for redemption. Yes. The first game is Chiefs versus Titans. You know, all it Kansas takes is City. one. All it takes is one, man. All and then you're on fire. It you takes- could lose like ten, but if you win one, you're on fire. Hey, you make one good decision in your life. That's momentum in my book. Yep. It could go the other way, though, too. Chiefs mm. versus Titans. Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Uh, yep. Over-under is 53. Uh, what was Derrick Henry? 113 is the yeah. prop bet? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely over, no doubt. I think he made double. You know what? Chiefs run defense is awful. <laughs> the worst in the – well, no, they were 26. Top, five, 26. I think yeah. it was 26th in the league. Uh, yeah, they're pretty awful. 
Okay, so let's go first with the spread. Okay. So this week I'm taking a different strategy. Okay. Numbers out the door. <laughs> Numbers don't mean anything. You just do a money line? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm saying I, okay. I pulled out a lot of stats last week. I, I was just spouting that off. You got That meant nothing. Yeah, it meant absolutely that nothing. That meant nothing. Zero. It sounded good. I mean, it did sound good. It sounded really good. So I'm going to go. This is. I'm just going gut here. Feel it in my belly. Okay. Mahomes just lights it up over the top of the Titans. They get behind. Tannehill's forced to throw the ball. This could be, in my eyes, a three touchdown game. Mm, okay. So you're going minus seven. Chiefs, Chiefs. minus seven. I agree with that. So there's not much to go in. Now that you think it's going to be a three-touchdown game, though, mm-hmm. what about that over-under? I'm over. You're over 53? Yeah, because I think I think Chiefs put up high 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking 38. Magic number, 38. What's what? Do you know what the team is? Team over-under? Yeah, them? it was uh, 29 and a half. That's doable. Yeah. So I would lean taking Chiefs over, Chiefs minus seven. I have a parlay too for us. For us? Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Ooh, baby girl. Mary, did you know? Can I get a witness? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't touch this over under <laughs> with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> because I could see it going both ways. I mm. mean, we obviously have seen... This past weekend, what Patrick Mahomes can do with 10 minutes. He could put 28 on the board quick. And we've seen what the Chiefs defense can give up. Yes, but the only thing is the Titans are playing time of possession. That's their only strategy here. Keep Mahomes off the field as long as possible. Run Derrick Henry into the ground. I would give him 50 carries. Legit, I just give. I just keep feeding the monster. That's their only way to win. Now... I mean, Mahomes only needs five minutes in the game, and I don't know. He could put up 97 points. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yep. So, I just could Just fumbles inside the five all, all day long. I doubted the Titans versus the Pats. They proved me wrong. I really doubted them versus... Even though I took the 10 points, I really doubted them to win the game versus the Ravens, and they did it. Yeah. I, it, I know it's Cinderella stories. They come to an end. They okay. They typically they come, come to, to an end. end. In well, sports, I mean, they come to an end. Mm, sometimes they don't. You know, the 07 they Giants. They run out of steam. 07 Giants were a Cinderella story. That's true. But that was Eli. I mean, he's the best quarterback of all time. That's true. I never thought about that. Besides, <laughs> they had Saquon too. That's just, I mean, besides Joe Namath, who threw more picks and touchdowns. Yeah, he's the best. Respect. <laughs> Shout out James Winston. Famous James. Thirty thirty. Yeah, watch out for them crab legs, boy. <laughs> uh, Packers versus Niners. Oh, we both took the Chiefs in that game, clearly. Yeah, Chiefs minus seven, and I'm going to go Chiefs over team total. Over team total, yeah, 29? 29 and a half. 29 yeah. and a half, okay. Yep, those are the two I'm on. Okay, I'm just taking the minus seven as my bet. Okay. you do, Are you doing the over-under? How do you feel about that, the 53 you're doing over? Um, I, w- I, I would do over, but I think... I'm just going to stick with Chiefs over mm-hmm. and the minus seven. Got it. Okay. I I actually like that a lot better than the over-under for the game. Packers, Niners. Uh, Niners are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite still? Yep. Okay. Seven-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Over under is 46. 46 and a half. 46 and a half. Yep. Okay. Over under 46 and a half. I think I know where you're leaning this game. Okay. Tell me. You're going to take plus seven and a half of the pack. Yeah. Go pack go. Go pack go. Are you going to put a cheese head on when you're watching the game? I'm going to put a cheese head on, and guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to sprinkle. I'm doing my salt base sprinkle right now on the money line, plus 290. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the minus seven and a half, put a little fondue. I'm going to melt that cheese. No, I'm kidding. I'm doing a plus seven and a half. I'm doing plus seven and a half, and I don't feel great about it because I did watch. (laughs) I did watch. I watched the first game that they played, and it was an absolute massacre. Yeah. I mean, you know, it looked like the gold rush, and the Packers were getting no gold. <laughs> I mean, the 49ers just came in, and they mined all that gold. Mm-hmm. They took it. They bitch-slapped Aaron Rodgers, and then they took his gold, too. Uh, but having said that, I'm still going to go to the Packers. Contrarian, oh. Matt, the contrarian. I don't feel Going good. against everything. Are you I'm, okay today? I don't know. How are you feeling? Dude, I'm burnt out. Yeah. It was a long week. Oh, God. A long week, man. Very long week. You're a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like a zombie. Yeah? I feel empty inside. Did, did you sleep in a little bit today? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I went to the doctor's. You feel a little better. How did no, the doctor I feel, go? I feel terrible. Uh, doctor's all right. It was a, okay. it was a follow-up. Yeah. Did they, did they hit your knee with the little thingy? No, they Ma- said check, check they said I have three months. Make so sure you're still alive inside? They, they said I have three months. Three months. Yeah. It's better than most. Until my vessel is empty. They said I'll still function. <laughs> I just won't be there. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, I'm already gone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah flubber suit. Just Where the hell were we? Around. Oh, the over-under. Yeah. 46 and a half. What, you even touching this? Uh, I'm not touching that. You're not? Mm-mm. Now I feel like I should touch it. I didn't yeah. want to touch it. Go ahead. I feel like it's a stove and you said don't touch that. Yeah. And now I want to touch Put it. Put your whole hand on it. Uh, ooh. Gut reaction. What do you got? Gut reaction, I would go over. Over? Okay. That's my gut reaction. It's I in like s- that. It's in San Fran, so the weather's not going to be too much of a factor. Nope. I, I, think, I think it's going to be mid-20s for each of them. So I think it's going to be right around Ooh, that. I think it's right gonna be, on it, huh? I think it's going to be right around it. Okay, so what's I your... I think Vegas knows what they're doing. What's your final prediction, then? My final prediction is Niners are just a better squad. I think they win. What about you? Score? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing I'm, it in your head. It's 27-24. Whoa. Did I was, I, actually, did I, was I in there for a second? You were in there for a second, and then I switched it on you. Uh, oh. 28-24. I did what you did last week. I went week. to the wrong cabinet. I did what you did last week, but... Reverse, because yeah. you were like originally, you're like I think it's a field goal game, twenty eight, twenty four, and you're like, wait, wait, no, 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 twenty seven, yeah. twenty four. Yeah, it just came to me. I, so I just did the opposite. Yeah. When God talks to you like that and says, "Hey, this is the final score of the game," you listen. He didn't talk to me last week. He's talking to you now, though. I don't know. No, okay. I guess you're we'll too fun. much of a zombie. Well, you got three months to live, so he should be talking to you a little bit, like a whisper, a faint, yeah, faint whisper. I feel like I should have training for heaven. So mm-hmm. yeah, it should be coming in. The- in the few next few weeks, <laughs> um, so okay, final ones on that one. Plus seven and a half. Plus seven and a half. I'm gonna go the over forty six and a half. Okay, and that's the only that's the only bets I'm 
okay. I'm playing, but I think the uh, Niners are going to end up winning it. They're just a better team. Yeah. I got plus seven and a half, and then I got Packers to win. What points did you have? What was the score? What was the score? I haven't given you one yet. Well, give me one. 27-24. So you got the over two. Uh, I would probably lean over. You just don't have the. I could also see like twenty seven, twenty one, which that's still over. Yeah, forty eight. Yeah. Okay, I'm on the over. I'm in. (laughs) I'm in. All three. Mark me down. No dizzy. No that boom boom. All right. Well, that's it for the weekend in football. Uh, How's Marwan? Can you check the lightning game for me? Yeah, yeah, we need that. We, we need re- that score. We really Ooh. need that score. He needs password over there. I gotta come back. All right. Can you fill the airspace? Yeah, I could. Something sweet. Just something sweet. Say S- something sweet. Something sweet. You know what? I did have. I I really thought about. Wow, you just dropped the mic, you piece of shit. At first, when I was driving to Arizona, I felt good about it. And then there was two-week period where I was like, wow, did I just make a huge mistake? And then I met you guys, and I was like, yep, I definitely made definitely a mistake. Definitely made a mistake. No, yep. no, I'm really – listen, I'm glad I met you guys, and we're getting this podcast going. And now I finally have you as a co-host, so I don't have to talk to myself. I would look in the mirror when I do the podcast. Oh, you had a mirror in front of you? Yeah. I didn't know this. No, I didn't. But oh, I was about to ask what we were wearing. Th- I was just thinking that would be <laughs> – I honestly – I, I should have went with that for a little longer because you really would have thought I was a psychopath. No, I would have. Yes. But I'm it's afraid – Like you like putting makeup on <laughs> and I in your underwear. I could just see it right now. No, just no. Just in the undies. No, nah, probably no. no underwear. If I'm putting makeup on, I'm going no underwear. Okay, no underwear. I respect that move. Like if you're going makeup on, why would you put underwear on? No, that's a fair point. Yeah. Seducing myself in the mirror. That's weird. I mean, while you're talking through life's issues. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of life issues. Speaking of life, Christian, now that you're my co-host, we need to know a little bit more about you. Even though this podcast, I haven't talked about my personal life that much. I've talked Mm -hmm. a lot about my journey, but not really my family. So is this an interview on the podcast? Kind of, I guess. Oh, God. I need to know your family dynamic. Do you have siblings? Yes. One. One sibling younger. Sister. Sister. Yep. Is she in college? Nope. Out of college. She's out of college. Yep. Does she live in Arizona? Yes. What does she do for a living? She works for a... Can you say it? I can't say it. You can't. Well, obviously, you're not going to say where she works. Secret. What she does. Yeah, she works for a real estate company. Real estate company. Yeah. Nice. And how old is she? 20s? Mid 20s? No. 20, 25. I won't do it to you. But I do need to know how your relationship with your parents. Let's start with your mom. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see. Mom, um, always been close. Always been, close, always to been your mom? close. I've always been close with all with all my family, really, mom and dad. Um, I feel like your mom is a sweetheart. Yeah, she right? is. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I very, can just sense very it. caring, very loving. Usually, kind. assholes. Their moms are sweethearts. Yeah, that's why my mom's yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> I have a soft side to me, Maddie. Yeah, Some, sometimes. Yeah. So, how did you end up in the situation that you're in? 
<laughs> in Arizona, we kind of went over a little bit of your background before. Uh-huh. You you had you had a kid young. Yep. While you were in college, you were working. Mm-hmm. You're from originally Arizona. Yep. You never necessarily wanted to move out out of Arizona. No, but it, never crossed my mind. Yeah. Still. Yeah, it never crossed your mind. No. Um, being so, there's few natives in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And if you come across a native from Arizona, there's a, there's a reason why they haven't left. I mean, you couldn't imagine, like I see snow pile up on the East Coast, five, six feet. Can't even yeah. get out your door. Um, you look at like Washington, right? Seattle, it's just raining all the time. Um, the weather here is awesome. They just scored. The weather here is awesome. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get a quick right, pound we gotta, the, we gotta fist bump. That's a winner, winner, chicken <laughs> day. Winner, winner. And jobs are a plenty. Yeah. It really is growing. Uh, here. So my, my dad came from Washington State. He grew up in the Tri-City area. Came down here for college. Which Tri-City area? I don't know what that is. Uh, so Tri City, that's what Kennewick, Pasco. Could put and that mic up. Put that mic up to your face. It's right here. Can you just love me? <laughs> now, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Kennewick, Pasco, some other, some other place. He grew up in Kennewick, though. Okay. So he moved here. She moved here. Went to college. Um, loved it. Loved it. And he's telling me all the stories about back home, weather. Everything. Wait, home. did he go ASU too? Yeah, he went to ASU. All right. He's following in his footsteps. Yeah. Like father, like son? Yeah, kind of. Um, but yeah, came here. Um, I've had them here the whole time. We've never thought about moving. Um, I've had my grandparents here too. Mm-hmm. Well, just recently they came down. They come down for half the year. Uh, we're just all tight. We're just a, we're just tight family. And um, pick each other up whenever... You know, something's wrong. Um, I, we talked about the when I had my daughter young. Mm-hmm. And gosh, if, if I didn't have such a tight family, I don't know how mad, like, respect for people who can, without a family around and having a child young, to make that work. Not only time-wise, but financially. Uh, I mean, you just, like, single moms. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's... It's really amazing what um, people go through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 31 and I avoid respons- responsibility <laughs> right now. So I couldn't imagine having a kid at 19, especially at that. I, I was relatively mature for 19 years old, but mm-hmm. dude, I can't. I can't even think about having a kid right now. I don't know if I would make it. This is a question that I always thought about, though. Morwan's mm-hmm. with us. He's from the East Coast. Philly. In the summer, like. Why would you want to be off in the summer in Arizona? I feel like it's the worst time to be. You can't really go outside as a kid. What did you do as a kid in the summer? In the summer? You know, we get I get that question all the time. You go swimming, man. You go swimming and cheap golf. I know it's hot. I know okay. it's hot. Okay. But take out a cold towel, put in a cooler out there. Drink, I mean, you got to drink tons of water. That's pour it all over you. But I mean, you you get like twenty dollars rounds at some of the top courses around here. Um, movies, obviously, the mall. I mean, mm-hmm. growing up, uh, we went to the mall all the time. Um, I'm I'm big like sports were huge in my life. 
Mm-hmm. So I grew up playing main sports or basketball, baseball. I played all the way through. I'm, I'm a very, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a very competitive person. Yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we play foosball, I hate losing. I hate it. Yeah, you but, should. But, I mean, I've gotten better over the years just because we're just there to have fun, even though you take no mercy. Matt. No, I take absolutely no mercy. Yeah. Anytime I see David <laughs> thinking he's going to win and I get to crush that spirit and that yeah. hope, it's it's honestly <laughs> the only reason I go to work. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like the only good reason to go to work. Ten thirty rolls around break time. Hey David. Yeah. What are you doing on break? Hey David, ready <laughs> ready for me to break your soul? <laughs> and then, dude, I was gonna play offense, and then he talked shit. I was like, okay. You had to turn around. I was and, like, and slap it. Yeah. It don't matter where you are. I'll beat your ass anyway. I'm like, okay. And then maybe Rowan took him down. Like the champs we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting a foosball table. Well, maybe. Probably not. And I will be practicing in my sweatsuit. You could practice all day, all night, and it's not going to change the results. Okay. I, I remember this. And then we'll I remember this. Mark and, this down. And then we'll, def, we'll definitely never be on the same team. Oh, God, we can't. Well, yeah. I mean, we're already Hall of Famers as we're, it is. We are Hall of Famers, yep. First we ballot. have self-inducted ourselves into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the Hall of Fame we created a week ago, we're in it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really, we haven't t- hit 10 wins yet, but we're eight now. Oh, okay, so I told you to remind me of something. Yeah, I have my sheet of paper that I'm okay, holding so up right gonna, now. I was going to say there's something that I do that you probably would never imagine that I oh, do. Oh, yeah, I was excited about this, too, yes. when you told me, because my mind ran wild. Actually, I don't. I just. I. I don't know. The, I know the work mat. Yeah. I mean, I know a little bit of the of the real mat now that we've done. But I feel like on that podcast you learned a lot about. Me. Oh God, yeah. 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 And there's plenty of more. I, I love it. <laughs> there's you're, plenty you're more. Like, do- you're like an onion. There's a lot of doors. I'm just, I'm there's just a peeling lot, each lot layer. of layers. A lot of doors to open. Uh, are there skeletons in the closet? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, no, but I write poetry. No. Yeah. That's okay. You got it's me. It's like my therapy. That might be the last thing I think. Do you have any on tap here? Or no? I is this personal stuff you keep it to yourself? I do have some in that book. Seven one, by the way. Wow. That was a good call by you. Thank you. I actually have a ton of my phone. And it'll probably be easier for you to see. It's okay if you don't want to read it off. Uh I don't know if I should read it off. Okay, what kind of poetry then? It's the stuff that I used to write, very dark, pessimistic. Okay. Well, now, what, do, what do they call that, like slam? Slam, slam poetry? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely could join slam poetry. Yeah, group. I could see it too. There's no doubt. You would have the straightest face and, no, and everybody would be like, should I laugh or should I cry or should I? I don't know what to do. Yeah, people would be shocked with what comes out of my mouth. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll show you some. I'll show you some okay. afterwards. Ooh. But I do poetry. A little um, one-on-one poetry sesh. Yeah, I don't. I feel like you don't know totally about my background, my dynamic with. I my know, and you're in my house. So I was thinking about because I was thinking <laughs> I was wondering your dynamic with your family, yeah, and how that obviously shapes you as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father. My, okay, so my mom and my dad, both smart in their own ways. Okay. My dad is very street smart and the best salesman there ever was. Ooh. Okay, what what did he sell? He sold transmissions. He owned a transmission shop. 
All I can think of is Matilda's dad. Exactly. Glu- gluing together. Exactly like Matilda. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Exactly like Matilda's dad, though. <laughs> Great salesman, street smart, very observant. And if you wanted to get away with something, he's the worst person to do it with. Okay. He knows he, every trick. He, okay. So let's say right now the laptop is there. Okay. Audio interface is there. If I moved it an inch, he would know. He would know. He must have had a, photograph, a photographic memory because he knew everything. If you didn't, and he's one of those people that you have to do it his way or okay. it's not right. Yeah. Very type A. OCD to the max. To the max. I was afraid to cook in my own kitchen. When you mean your own kitchen? Like when you moved well, out into your own kitchen and he would come over and eat? Or I like mean, you're saying going into your family kitchen? Even now, living by myself, I have flashbacks. Oh, no. So what do you do then? Like what's your, what's your coping? Do you close your eyes and try to cook? or? So here, obviously, it's fine. But when I was a kid, if I didn't have a brother, I wouldn't have had a life. I got to check the chicken. Okay, go check it. Okay. Marwan, step on. All right, so Christian's got to go check the chicken and the smoker for us. Now we got my real boy, my teammate today in foosball, Marwan. Yay, yay. How you doing, my friend? I'm feeling great, my man. Thanks for having me on the show. Very. I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm proud to have you on the show. I'm proud to call you a friend if we're still... Are we friends? We could say that. Okay, we're friends. <laughs> yeah, we're more so acquaintances, I guess. But Marwan did have a problem last week when I shit on the Phillies fans. Yeah, I want to give you a big fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know how loyal East Coast fans are in general. But I am from the East Coast. Well, Philadelphia, yeah. it's a different energy, man. Different energy. I will, Listen, I do have respect for them in the fact that they are loyal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they care a little bit too much and they don't react in the right fashion. Hence why they have a courtroom in, in Lincoln <laughs> oh, Financial Field. Me. They're just looking for a reason. Honestly. They're looking just for a reason. I remember, dude, okay, so one time I go to visit my friend at Temple University. Mm. And we're going to a frat party. And we're walking down Diamond Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were no diamonds. The there were yeah. no diamonds on that street. And so I'm walking down the street, and let's just say I'm a little impaired mm. from alcoholic beverages. So a good weekend. It was a it was an awesome weekend uh, until this happened. I walk into a house because I think this is the frat house. It is not the frat house. Might have been the trap house, dude. For, for yes. those who don't know, yeah, if you I, walk down the street from Temple, it's literally just North Philadelphia. It's a ghetto. Through, yeah, it's a yeah. ghetto. And I walk into a house, and I. My first thought is, I'm not getting out of this house. I most likely am going to get shot tonight. <laughs> Somehow, I'm, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like pre- a lot of frat guys are preppy dressed. Mm-hmm. I was not preppy dressed, thank God, or else I definitely would have been probably kidnapped and held for ransom. And then my parents probably, well, my mom would have tried to pay for my dad. I guess would have too. Yeah, I probably would have died. End up going out of the house. Two weeks later, I watched the news. Someone gets shot down in Diamond Street. And it turned out, no, it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) But we did actually go, we went to a Temple game too, basketball game. Mm. And they lost in a buzzer beater. (laughs) And my friend was, my friend, one of my friends that was there, he 
used to be an assistant coach for them, I guess an assistant. I don't know exactly what he was doing. Maybe it was an internship. He was working with their basketball team, and he was pretty close to them. And he was devastated that they lost to a buzzer beater because it was their rival. And also, do you know how they do the guns where they shoot out the uh, T-shirts? Yeah. So I, they do that. I grab it. Then they shoot out. Marwan, Marwan, you want to pass it back to Christian? Yeah, he's good. All right, he's going to pass it back to Christian. It was nice talking to you, and you're, you'll be right next to me so you can still hear what I'm saying. Um, but so they shoot the, the T-shirt out. I grab it. Then no more than five minutes later, why they're doing this, I don't know. They're shooting hot dogs with buns into oh, the stands. out of the cannon? I yes. dream about this. Dude, my friend catches the hot dog. Bites it and chucks it back on the court. Oh, it was it was epic. Okay, was there condiments on it? That's or a was good, it, or was dude. It that a was plane? a good question. I don't know. It it happened so fast, yeah. dude. This thing yeah. slung in so quick. I don't know how he caught it. By the time I realized he caught it, it was already bit and thrown back in the court. What a legend, dude! It was a what a legend. <laughs> Dude, it was it was amazing. It was so funny. I'm I'm telling you, uh, I I had dream I've had dreams about that. Like hamburgers coming out of it, <laughs> hot dogs coming out of it, ice cream coming out of it. Yeah. I I I love going to like football games, basketball games, baseball games. So I'm always the one like standing up right trying to get a shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, what if the food that came out of that to know there's actually food somewhere in this world that comes out of that cannon? Mm-hmm. I think my life has just got a little better. So last week, I know you were saying the Cardinals are your favorite team in Arizona. What's your favorite sport to watch live? And before you answer, yeah. I'll say that my favorite sport is the NFL. My favorite sport's the NFL. But my favorite sport to watch live is actually hockey. Hockey? I think it's the best game to watch live. So I've recently started getting into hockey. And I think if you're on the glass... At a hockey game, mm-hmm. that's got to be so exhilarating, dude. I was that's got to gl- be. Just- I was on the glass once. My brother bought us tickets. We couldn't go to Madison Square Garden with the Rangers because the prices are so high. Just outrageous. But the New Jersey Devils, they are. They have a new. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a relatively new arena within the last five years. Prudential Center in Newark, and the yeah. tickets, dude, are dirt cheap. And we were three rows off the glass. That's awesome. Right behind the goalie, I don't know how they save a goddamn puck. This thing is flying, it's just by, dude. By the time it gets there, I, uh, I went in like the fetal position. I was so scared, dude. To hit the glass, I was scared. I was scared for my life. I don't know how. And I'm just thinking of all those times I was watching it on TV and being like, "Oh, this fucking Lundqvist, he sucks." Yeah. And I was like, "God, thank God, Lundqvist." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. So, so, so right now you're looking at the sharp. This was like this TV's from a while ago, and it's yeah. called Aquas Motion. Aqua Motion. Uh huh. And if you watch a hockey game on this, that puck will start on one end of the ice, and all of a sudden it'll just show up on the other end of the ice. Really? Because it can't keep up with the camera quality to this. The frames on this can't keep up. Yeah. So that's how I imagine that you you probably felt. <laughs> just, Slow motion, Dude, aqua it felt like motion. I, yeah, it felt like I skipped five <laughs> seconds of my life. By the time I realized it hit the glass, it was already back in play. 
That makes you think about these goalies, right? It's unbelievable. The, the amount of training that they do just with their eyes following the puck. Their hand-eye coordination. And I don't know for for you, but when something's thrown at me and I'm not aware it's going to happen. Freak out. My, my first instinct is to dodge it. So they have to be like, not only do I have to fight that instinct, if I don't save this puck, I could possibly lose my job. <laughs> right. Right. If you do it enough times. So that's on my list to be um, on the on the on glass. ice on the glass. Yeah, I got upgraded one time to to uh, courtside at the Phoenix Suns game too. I've been courtside a few times. Dude, that was sick. I think they were playing the Kings though, and this was a uh, few years back. They got their asses kicked anyway. But Cousins this is still a, on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he okay, was. So I think got... it was the. I think it was the Kings. Was Ronda Ronda was on the Kings for a little while, right? God, he's bounced around so much. I couldn't even tell you. I, th- I think he was on the Kings for for a, we need that, a we brief need second. Yeah, we, we we're need Google guy. the first Google for Moran today. Yes. Yeah. So I, think I mean, you watch Cousins. That's pretty cool. It I was mean, sick. And Tyson. Chandler, and that that was when he was in his dude. Tyson Chandler was right next to us. What a big human being! Holy oh my, oh crap! Man. I couldn't imagine him if he was angry at me. There's nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah, I mean, well, what is he? He's seven. He's seven footer. He's got to be seven one. I think he's set, yeah. He's at least seven foot. He's seven foot seven one. Big guy. But I went with my really good friend Rich, and we're sitting. He had re- he had good seats. It was like on a corner, maybe twelfth row. Yeah. And he's texting. He's like, "Oh, you know the guy that I bought my tickets from is here," and he's like, "Oh shit!" I'm like what? He's like. Oh shit! <laughs> we just got upgraded. Nice. I'm like, what? We got upgraded. Nice. Oh, where were you sitting? He's courtside. Courtside. I was like what? And then we went in the back. We got free drinks. Toyota Club. Food defeat. I uh, maybe was it Toyota, Toyota Club. Yeah, maybe in Lexington. They have a Dos Equis Club. Toyota Club. Maybe Dos Equis Club. So I went to a game actually a month ago. We were we were in Dos Equis Club. It was my buddy. His mom works for a Boys and Girls Club, and then she gets some tickets that she can give us. And we were Dos Equis Club, mm-hmm. and that's awesome because you just go up at halftime. And you have like you pound like four drinks, and then you have a hot dog and go back down with like two more drinks. Yeah, good time, dude. It was I had a blast. Yeah. The sucky thing is I had to work up for I wake up for work the next day at like right. seven thirty. That's fine. But uh, yeah, you're dead inside anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- well, day. that's that's something I'm trying to change. I'm trying to become more positive. In my life, I respect that. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's tough. It's what I realize is the job to be happy, and that's something I actually wanted to say about my mom. So we were talking about my dad. My dad, you're not getting anything past him. He's like a detective, right? Like he'll accuse you for stuff that you mm-hmm. didn't even do just to see if something sticks. Ooh, like it's like an interrogation. I've been trying that tactic with my daughter actually. But at the same time. If I like, if I were in deep trouble, first person I would call is my dad, my dad and my See, brother. That's a good. That's a good bond. Yeah, yeah. Me and my dad. After, I I think he needed time to respect me as a man. So after I did all these things to establish myself, it's like okay, you're you know you got your own job, you're making your own money, you're paying your own bills. I came back home, and I think our relationship became a lot better because he saw me as a man instead of just like, oh, he's a kid. Yeah. I, I think that's probably a common theme among a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's especially 
uh, relevant to uh, women, daughters and their mom. Yeah. I think once they get, so as your daughter gets older, which mine's getting older, they're starting to get a little bit of a personality going that's, Mm -hmm. you can't really, you don't really know what's, she has a lot of attitude, let's just put it that way. I mean, you'll get a lot lot of attitude attitude and a lot of talk back. And I feel like with me and her, there's there's not, not really that much talk back. Because, hey, this is just what's going to get done. Go do it. Your daddy's girl. Yeah. With her well, she's and... She's daddy's girl. Um, in this case, my wife. Uh, I mean, there's there's talk back. And there's also a different dynamic there. You're also stepmom to mm-hmm. daughter. Yeah, but that still, is a weird dynamic. Yeah. It's, that is a very weird dynamic. That was tough. one of my fears as a kid for yeah. my, my mom to be with someone else. Mm-hmm. Huge fear as a, as a as a kid. Yeah, and as a as a kid too, you could talk shit about anyone in my family, but my mom. You talk about my mom, there's gonna be a problem. Mama's boy. Yeah. You know what the I funny was, thing is? That. Some people th- people thought out of me and my brother that I was the mama's boy, but I really wasn't, because I ended up going away. I'm, I, I've always been in my life out of sight, out of mind, mm-hmm. where as soon as there's distance, the emotional connection, uh, let's just put it this way. The connection's not good. It's like Wi-Fi. The further I get away, mm-hmm. the connection lacks uh, some bars. Okay. So right now, I'm like on a half bar to New York. Well, <laughs> so there's, been, there's <laughs> I about... I mean, you're a, zero bars if you go one more state over. So, yeah, you're very close. If I'm in Cali, it's zero bars. Yeah, it's nothing. You're just no reception. <laughs> if I'm in the Pacific <laughs> time zone, it's zero bars. <laughs> but uh, my mom, on the other hand, she's very sweet, very caring, very loving. Um, sometimes it's not that she's quite oblivious, but she sees the good in people. Dude, you were talking about my mom right now. That's how I imagine your mom was. Mm-hmm. That's how I imagine it too. Just a sweet person, and then she got a shitty kid. Um, hopefully, your sister's nicer. Yeah. Were you a bad kid? I feel like you were I a was good not. kid. I was yeah, a good I feel kid. like you were a very well-behaved kid. I was a very good kid. Were you shy as a kid? Very shy. I'm even still shy. If you put me in like a new setting, new people, I'm probably gonna lay back and just. See what's up. Scope it out. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you come up and talk to me, I'm very extrovert if you initiate it. Mm -hmm. But if I'm to initiate something, I'm very introvert. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to. Yeah. I, I was introverted as a kid. Very introverted. The reason being is my, my dad has a big personality. My mom has a big personality and my brother has a big personality. Okay. So you were kind of, you felt, so growing up, a little suppressed. I didn't have to, I didn't have to really talk. I didn't. Everything was said for me. And then my typically what would happen is my brother was a pain in the ass as a kid. And the pain in the ass, especially when you the other kid yeah. is Takes I would just go attention. with yeah. I would just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So anytime there was a decision to be made or like, oh, we have two lollipops. Which one do you want, Chris? Because you're the pain in the ass. He would select <laughs> it. And then, you know, what's interesting over time now, there's a lot of flavors of candy that I like that he doesn't like. And the only reason I like them is because he never selected them. And I would just get the leftovers. Ooh, grape being one of them. Grape? Grape. That's a grape. I love grape. Grape flavor. I love it now, but I don't know okay. if I would have loved it. Best. It wasn't really a choice I made. If you were to pick <laughs> any jelly or jam flavor, what would it be? Great. Yeah. Yeah, great. 
Oh, Moran said strawberry. Moran said strawberry. Yeah. Strawberry is a close second. Yeah, see, grape is one all time. Yeah, no doubt. Have you had, have, have you had Huckleberry? Have you had Huckleberry Jam? No. I was supposed to read the book Huckleberry Finn. Great book. Uh, I just I just cliff note it. <laughs> I honestly I didn't More read like it. I just, I just heard it was great. <laughs> That's why I said that. <laughs> it is a great book. You should really read it. <laughs> I never read it before in my life. Okay, the only book okay, the only book I've read really is Where the Red Fern Grows. Was it good? Oh, it made me cry. I'm gonna cry right now. Yeah. Now. Um yeah. Uh the movie also, Red Fern Grows. All of our listeners are gonna know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Alright, look it up. Red Fern Grow, couple I'll dogs. They're like hunting dogs, they mm-hmm. protect their owner, but they die in the forest and you're gonna cry. Uh, yeah, I'll have to look that up. Not anyway. Um, anyway. What type of music do you listen to? Um I was big growing up, like rap, Eminem. Eminem was my boy. Curtain Call was my first C D. Mm. And okay. I got I was gonna order Curtain Call, right? It was from Target. And I was asking my mom, of course, because I had no money. Um so I was asking my mom, hey, I want I want curtain call. So she looks it up. She orders it. It comes in the mail. I'm looking at it. I listen to the first track. She got the um, edited version. You might as well not even <laughs> have the like, CD. Mom, I, ca- I can't even. What am I supposed to do with it? Every fourth word is bleeped out. What am I supposed <laughs> to do with this? Uh, but Eminem, my boy, for a while. Um, and then I went into uh, like an alternative phase. Um, All American Rejects, brand new, like Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy, yeah, um, Panic at the Disco at the time. So many people in high school. And then I went into like yeah, and then I went into like a rock phase, like like old school rock. So my dad had all these CDs laying around from when he was growing up. I mean, we're talking like Scorpions, Van Halen. Oh, eighties, eighties, like all of that, like hair bands. And then I got into like Matchbox Twenty, Three Doors Down. That was Mm nineties. And then lately, in the last 10 years or so, I've been a big country person. Country? Mm-hmm. So I, I really, like, I'm full circle. Like, when when Marwan's in the car and we're carpooling, I'm like, man, I, I'm going to skip over this country station because I don't think he'll like that. <laughs> and he knows what I'm talking about because it's 102.5 and 107.9 here. <laughs> so I So right now, it's like top 40s in country. That was one of the big pressures of being a teenager finally with a car when yeah. someone would come into your car you're like i gotta sh- i gotta show them up uh-huh. with this music right now and usually what did sure it entail and you're looking you're like you, you like the song don't you yeah. yeah and what did it entail though what songs usually like what type of you know what's crazy i would never listen to the songs that i was playing i was always thinking like what am i gonna put on next to blow this yes. fucking person's yeah, yeah, yeah. mind <laughs> yeah yeah but it was typically i don't know some rap song yeah, I it had a I lot of bass to it, right? It was like a rap song or a rock song. Yeah, mostly. and you you would crank the bass all the way up in your car, right? It'd be like get that, maxed yeah, out. Get some of that bass in that treble, <laughs> son. But yeah, I would. I was always trying to find something that wasn't mainstream, though. That maybe they didn't hear, but they they would think was nice. Yeah, like uh, you know what you like Eminem. Have you ever listened to hmm. NF? NF. NF. N is in November. Yeah, NF, pay my dues. 
is his latest track. Dude, he's sick. he's very yeah. similar to Eminem. Okay. So they say, but because he's white, I guess maybe, maybe that's why they say he's similar to Eminem. But I there's so much music that I I do like. The only genre that I don't listen to on a regular basis is country. Country. Yeah. You gotta open it. Open up your mind, man. If you really want to feel yourself, you gotta you gotta go listen to some country. I I I do need to open my mind up to country. I don't know. It just it doesn't hit me. I feel like music mm. for me. I gotta feel something when I'm listening to the song. Almost within the first ten seconds, I know whether I'm gonna like this song or not. Mm. So you know what's big down here in Arizona? What? It's called Country Thunder. Country Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's a big concert they put it on in Florence. They bring in a bunch of big names. We go to Italy. Sh- yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you will. Be, you will think you'll learn Italy. Yeah. It's that beautiful. No, it's all just dirt. <laughs> it's just dirt and RVs, and you just have a bunch of big name uh, country guys come. Like mm-hmm. last time I went, Blake Shelton was there. Damn. Um, the band Perry was there. Um, there's a few other big names there, but it's like a, it's a it's a big ass party. That's all it is. It's just a big party. Yeah, that's all they go for is just get drunk. It's, it's a like a NASCAR time. race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Without, the, with, without the cars. But yeah. with music. Well, no, <laughs> just minus the cars because they have music. And I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> this boy sure sing his ass off. That's one thing you need to do, though. Get in the country. Country, country Thunder. Thunder. No, just go to Country Thunder. You don't even have to like the music that much. So the, yeah, I guess it's more so f- just mm-hmm. for the experience. The music I like, it it kind of depends on what mood I'm in, what genre I'm going to listen to. Typically to work out, it's going to be some sort of rock music or rap exclusively. It's going to be one of Fair. those two. Sometimes it will just be rap. Okay. Like I'll put on some, I don't know, some J. Cole. I love J. Ooh. Cole. I like Kanye West. His old, his older stuff. I f- I, what's that? Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Okay. Meek Mill. Yeah. Meek Mill. Add it to the list. Maybe. Maybe I will. Hey, maybe you do maybe one I set won't. to it. See how you feel. Do, do you know what? Do you know what uh, album I loved as a kid? Get Rich or Die Trying. Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Dude. My brother isn't bit that big in the rap, but he even. Bought that CD. Yeah. Yeah. Who was... Uh, and then I've I've really gotten into... I've, I've had more of an appreciation for grunge music. It was like Alice in Chains, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Soundgarden. You're just speaking gibberish to me right now. Really? I, I don't think I've listened to one Nirvana? song by... Oh, Nirvana, yeah. Nirvana. Okay. It's, that's considered grunge. Really? Yeah. Because it's Seattle... It's Seattle music... Sound seed. I actually did a podcast on grunge music. Oh, with the Freebridge podcast. Freebridge. Yeah, was good. When's that merch coming out for us? Sooner than later. Ooh. If uh, a few, and not that we're betting advisors, but a few of these bets go right, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll get some merch. Maybe yeah, we'll get no, some merch. no entertainment purposes only. But that you know what the thing was with the grunge music, music can change your mood especially if you're by yourself what i what i would do sometimes to really get into writing i'll listen to a few songs that i select 
Writing? You mean poetry? Uh, yeah, my poetry. Okay. So I would go into writing. And the reason I started writing is I was always in the way that I would deal with my this would be my therapy session. It would be working out or playing sports. That's the way I got shit figured out in my head. Cause all I wanted to do is my mind was always racing and thinking. I just wanted to let go. Some physical think, exertion. Stop thinking about that. Yeah. Something with a goal to get your mind off. To mm-hmm. stop thinking so much about the situation when you're playing basketball or even foosball to a certain degree, you're thinking about that task. Yeah. So that's what I was everything doing. else I was, leaves your I, head. I was yeah. tra- trying to keep my mind busy. But what ended up happening is I I broke my ankle, so I couldn't do sports anymore, and I was going stir crazy. Yeah, man. you had to turn to something. I was in a I was first off I was in a lot of pain, uh, and then after school it was just like, oh god, I I was just freaking out. A lot of things happened all at once. I got, I broke my ankle, I got sick. I got mycoplasma, walking pneumonia. Wow. So I was really badly sick. I had. Did I have the flu? I had something bad. I was on antibiotics. Yeah. And then my my girlfriend in high school dumped me. Oh, all man. in two-week period. While, so you, while, while you were walking like zombie? I mean, you yeah, were yeah zombie she's like, the... I, I I need a man who can walk. Hey. And I was like, I'll be able hey. to walk in six weeks. And she's like, I can't <laughs> accept that answer. It'll never be the same. No, I don't, I don't know what happened. But you know how it is. Your first love, you're like, oh, it's the end of the world. Everything's the end of the world. So I was thinking it's the end of the world. And I'm I'm sitting in my room, I'm listening to music, and I wanted to talk to somebody, but I was afraid to talk to someone because I thought that they would be able to hold it against me at some point. I was always I was always paranoid about that shit. Like if I tell someone how I actually feel, they're gonna somehow use it against me. I don't okay. know why, I don't yeah. know when, but okay. they're gonna use it against me. So I grabbed a piece of paper, I grabbed a pen, and I just started writing. And it it wasn't like I was thinking about, now I'll typically think about what I'm going to write. Every now and then it just comes to you. But I had so many feelings and emotions going on. I just put this pen to paper and I just started writing. Man, I wrote two pages. Yeah. And I actually, I have that on my phone. I'll show you later. I wrote two pages. Wait, how long ago was this? I was 17. And you still have those 17, two pages 18, that you wrote? Yeah, 17, okay. 18 years old. I I had the original paper, but then I wrote it down in document, okay. like a Word document, so I yeah. could save it just in case I actually lost it. It was that brilliant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I was just writing, and I, I felt so much better. I felt like even though I didn't tell someone, I got it off my chest. And that that's when I started writing. But then I started listening to music. Yeah. Like... It, if you look at the grunge scene and you may not know these bands and mm-hmm. maybe some people listening will know them or won't know them. Yeah. It never ends great for the lead singer for the most part. So you have Allison chains lead singer dies of a heroin overdose. Yes. At 34 years old lead singer of Soundgarden Chris Cornell killed himself a couple of years yeah. back pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Scott Whalen, uh, who Wyland, who was a uh, lead Singer for Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Died of a drug overdose. Kurt Cobain, famously at 27, part yep. of 27 Remember Club, that. killed himself. Or did he? If you, if you actually watched the documentary, Soak and Bleach, they think Courtney Love possibly did it. Or paid Ooh. someone to do it. 
It's actually a really good documentary if you haven't seen it. But then I started thinking, like, you're these talented people who had everything, and they're miserable. And even Kurt Cobain, he had the only reason he started getting into drugs is he had a stomach issue, and the heroin was something that took the pain off. And they were. Someone had an it's interview like, with. But at the same, how do you just step to hair like heroin? Like I don't know. Like okay, I'm yeah, sure pain in my stomach. I'm yeah, sure there was I'm a progression. Sure. And then you're in the rock scene. No, it's true. It's it's there. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it happened, but he had an interview, and someone asked him like, "Why don't you just go get this fixed?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm afraid to get it fixed because I think that maybe it's a part of my creative ability. That's what. Ooh, that's where you, okay. Like that's what gives him his mm-hmm. material." So then, in my own way, I kind of started glorifying, like, the depression, in a sense. Because I thought, like, oh, maybe that's why I think my writing is good. And a lot of it was pessimistic and... Yeah. yeah I mean, it was You can only write when you're in a it was dark mo- place. It was morbid shit. Yeah. And uh, you know what the crazy thing is? A lot of the songs that become popular are about bad things that happen in life. Yeah, look at T-Swizzle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's, okay, that, that's, that. a, that's a perfect. Uh, yeah, T Swift's got a lot of bad things going on in her life, but uh, but then I started glorified, and I I got so deep in this hole. Yeah, and uh, then I just you lose you lose sight of yourself, you lose sight of the people around you and how it affects them, because are you going? Okay, you're, nah, just he's a little chilly. you're chilly from the fan. The fan is just powerful. But you lose sight of who you are and how your actions are going to affect the people around you. And you almost just want to tell them, like, I like if I'm miserable, that's my own life. But for your parents, it's like my mom, she, she would upset me a lot of the times because she cared too much. Yeah. And she just wanted to fix the problem because that's what a lot of people want to do. They don't really want to... I just wanted someone to listen to what I was saying, mm-hmm. and she she go right right in the problem solving mode. Like I need to I need to solve the problem, but uh, the issue I was in, and that's what I'm still working on. And you know, I'm taking step forwards. I'm in a much better place now than I even was three months ago. Yeah, it's been a progression. 2019, even the tail end of 2018, really it was a really difficult year for me, and it took a lot of growth and a lot of shit just happened. And I got to a point where I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? Yeah. I couldn't see a couple of years even ahead of me. I almost just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But. Yeah. We'll have to get into those those topics in a, in a later podcast because I feel like there's way more there's a to lot. that. Yeah, there's than, a ton. Of, you uh, you just kind of graced that. over it, but I know there's way more to that than that we won't get into it right now because. That would turn into a multiple hour <laughs> podcast. We would it would be a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like a four hour podcast. But yeah, so I mean short and a uh, short mm-hmm. story. Long story short is I was glorifying this depression that I was in because I was thinking that's what gave me quote unquote talent. And what I'm realizing now is that I was in a place where I started to gain some more confidence now, though, at least, because I realized, like, oh, I am talented. And as you realize that you have talents, instead of thinking that I'm better than people, I start to see that, oh, wow, other people have talents, too. I never realized how many talented people there were. 
Mm-hmm. You always think like, oh, there's all these all these celebrities you see and these artists you see. It's like, oh, there's and so talents talented. you wouldn't expect. Yeah, and talents I mean, just, you wouldn't expect. Just, just different stuff. Yeah, and I truly believe that everyone has a talent and they have something to offer. It's just a matter of finding it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not a talent that's going to glorify you in this life. That's what everyone struggles with. Yeah. They, they look at talent dollar amount. Okay. Yes. What, I, I was going to say that. I want this talent because it gives me that dollar yep, amount. Yep. Or if they have a talent, they associate it with, can I make money off it? Yeah. If I can't make money off this talent, then why do I even do it? It's worthless. Yeah. And then you think, oh, I don't have a purpose. Like you don't have life. to make money off of just anything you do good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it would be nice to, right? It'd be great to. But I mean, if you sit here and you make uh, paper origami things, I mean, it's probably not something everybody's going to buy, but... I mean, you could be really good at it, and it could take your mind off just normal everyday stuff. Nowadays, you, there's you, probably you, someone making twelve. Yeah, there is. Off there is probably somebody. But still, you don't have you don't have to make money at every little thing you do really good. Listen, if it benefits you mentally, it's war- it's a great hobby. Yeah, that's 100%. it. And that's one of the reasons I do this podcast. It, it gives me something. It gives me something to occupy my occupy my time with. Gives me something to create. Gives me something to do. Gives me a hobby. Because then we'll do this podcast, I'll go through it, I'll edit it, and I'll feel like I accomplished something. Yeah. And, and sometimes that's that's so gratifying to feel like, wow, I didn't waste that time. I used it to do this thing. And I don't know how many people will listen to this specific podcast. Right. And that's another thing that you don't realize. Everyone wants to hit it big quick. But also at the same time, you don't know this may be the podcast that breaks through. But when's it going to Someone could listen to this podcast five years from now and it's it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe I missed this. Yeah. Like, I'll go back. I finally got into Joe Rogan and I went back and checked out his other podcasts. Mm hmm. It's usually the things you don't expect anything from that pan out the best. You know what? Because you're not trying so hard to make it this perfect thing and then it turns yeah you're not trying so hard to make money in it in that day because mm-hmm. your intentions are pure yeah exactly that's why yeah when you think oh i got the greatest idea i'm gonna make so much and i'm gonna do, it usually turns out like shit yeah because you're not thinking about it if you just no. look and this is what i've been trying to do just try to make the best product i can yeah and then let it speak for itself and if it works great if it doesn't then i mean it's and really, we as humans, we try things probably two to four times. And if it doesn't work like we want it to, then we stop. Mm-hmm. Just right. We stop right there. But it's the people that stick with it, perfect this craft, whether it be podcasting, whether it be whatever it is, putting the time in sooner or later will be fruitful or it may not be, but at least you feel better about it. Mm-hmm. It could be fruitful in two ways, financially or just self. Yeah. Just self-health. Yeah, and I think it's the I think you need to find the right group of people around you too. I think that's one of the most important things in life is the people around you because they're yeah. going to affect you on a daily basis. And I'm not saying just yes people that oh yeah, this is going to work, everything's so great, but people that believe in you and they'll tell you, "Hey, I I don't think this is working. I think you should still keep going after what you want, but maybe we got to come think, up with a think, different think strategy." Think about pro athletes. Yeah. Who think about the circles that they put around them? And who then succeeds or fails? Yeah, I mean this A B thing is just out of control. It's getting. I mean, it's like it's getting now. Crazy. It's, yeah, it's getting just dumb. Think about if he had a support system around him 
just a trusted group of people that not only just like you said, were just yes men or just were there just to take money from, but actually cared about what he was doing. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one of the big issues with people who come from a low income family or just a situation. They come from a bad spot and then they start to gain fame and fortune at a young age. Yeah. They, we don't realize that they have a lot more stress than the normal person does because they have so many people wanting to grab at them and leech at yeah. them off of them. Oh, yeah. And they want to be pulled they're up. The, they're their ticket. And then they have expectations that, oh, this person made it. And, I, you know, I was there. And they have these expectations that that person, they have the right and entitlement to get what that person earned. Yeah. So... And then you wonder why these guys go broke. You know why? I mean, some some people like Gilbert Arenas, he spent his money on crazy shit. Mike yeah. Tyson spent his money on crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the times it's these guys that have good hearts and they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. They just don't know how to manage money. Yeah. And they they don't know who to go to for help. Yeah. I mean, think about this. You're you're 21 years old. You get a $30 million contract. At 21 years old, how the hell do you know what to God, do with $30 million? Okay, well, if you had $21 million, 21 years old, what would you do with it? $21 million yeah. at 21 years old? You probably having more education than a normal athlete. I, I, you know what? I never was very materialistic. I didn't really care that much about the cars that I drove or the clothes that I wore that just never made me happy. I never found happiness in that. Because okay. you know why? It's a fool's errand. They're, you're never going to have enough. People like that, they're expect. And at 21, this would this would have been your thought process. This would have been my thought process. I probably would have screwed it up and ended up spending it, but on experiences. Like, I would have went traveled around the world. and Yeah. I would have went out to dinner probably every night. I would have went to... You know, Broadway yeah. shows. I would have went to football games. I would have sat courtside. All, all this stuff that would have made me broke anyway, but it wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm buying a Ferrari tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to buy, you know, yeah. buy a $5 million Definitely. house that I won't be able to afford the payments on. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. I still would have spent the money in a dumb fashion. Yeah. So, yeah, but... That, that's where my, my family's going towards more now experiences. Like when we're at Christmas and we're opening gifts, it's like we're going to go to a concert together mm-hmm. or we're going to go see a show together or something like that. Because we, I mean, I grew up all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was good. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was, but it was a lot of things maybe. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, all right, we're getting older. Let's make memories. Yeah. I was so I, I can respect what you say about that. You know, I was very fortunate in my upbringing. I had a lot more than most people have. Yeah. yeah but same. I, I, mean, I never I never wanted it, but I, I appreciated that I had the opportunity to get it. That and that was, that was a nice. product of your parents, though. Yeah. No, I mean, they did, they did everything, monetarily speaking, like, I couldn't have asked for more. Yeah, but to raise you that you have Minus the wherewithal. Minus Gates, kid. But. <laughs> that you have the wherewithal to go, I don't really need it, but, it, I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, what I realized, I appreciate it. what I realized at a young age is if if you're making a hundred thousand dollars and you're spending a hundred and ten thousand dollars, it doesn't matter how much you make because you're going to outspend what you make. There's just people like that. It's like as soon as the 
the income goes up, the budget goes up. It's going to go up. That's that the majority of people. That same amount. So there was a study I saw on this. It's like when your credit line increases on your card, everybody spends up to that limit. And it was like a crazy amount of people, like 70%, maybe more want to get on this. Mm -hmm. But it was like, it was like 70% of Americans mm -hmm. will spend up to what they're allowed, what that credit limit is. Yeah. It was wild. It, Everyone, was, it was like a wild statistic. People need thermostats. They kind of need to be. They need mm -hmm. to be told where where the limit is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're dumb. Yeah, people are dumb. I know, but they're brilliant at the same time. Yeah, this life is funny, and what I would say to people is that what, you. Oh, we got we got Ron over here. 52? Yeah. Okay, so over half of the people will win their credit limit. I thought it was higher. They'll hit that. their credit they'll, limit. They'll, when, it's, when it's hired, they'll still hit it. Mm -hmm. But the, the fact is, is that the materials that you buy... You're gonna want the new, the next new shiny object. I re I remember when I was, you know, a teenager, and all I thought about, like, oh man, I can't wait to have a smartphone. Once I have a smartphone, yeah. I'll be happy. And then you're happy for a month or two, and then it mm -hmm. it gets old, and you get used to it, and you get accustomed to it, and then it's the next thing. Oh, I can't wait to go get a job somewhere else so I can have my own apartment and my own place to stay. Then you do it feels fresh. It's a little. You're a little anxious because you're in a new spot that you've never been before. But it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Then two months later, it just becomes normal. Yeah. And then what's the next? I'm going to get a car. I'm going to get a new car. And then you get the new car. You ride it for two weeks. and Stuck then in it, a cycle. And then it becomes normal. It's always about the next thing. And that's kind of how my life has been where phases. I'm, a, I'm always looking forward to the next phase or I'm trying to, trying to be in the phase prior. And I, I talked about that on one of my podcasts. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the key is you got to enjoy what, what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm trying to enjoy the people I meet. Man, you, you're, you're so... People are so worried to stay in the same place because they're familiar and they like it. But sometimes there's a better opportunity out there. And if you're not willing to take a risk and go try to find it, you're not going to know. Yeah. And that's why not every move that I've made in my life has panned out. But I'm glad that I've gone. I went I went to North Carolina for school. I just went there. I never really thought about it. I wanted to go away. And then when it came time, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was scared. You're going to a new place, a new state by yourself. Don't know anyone. I didn't know yeah, anyone in school. Of course. So I go there. You meet new people. And then... I ended up coming up to coming out to Arizona. I never even been to Arizona. I took the interview over the phone. <laughs> and there I am driving to a place that I've never been before, 2500 miles away from my family. Yeah. The only person I know is my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And you go to That's a new wild, man. You go to a new place, That's you wild. But the the thing is is I don't how would you know if you want to do that if you don't do it? Because then there's always that if in your mind, like, oh, maybe I should have went. 
What if I did go? Maybe my life would have been better. And you know what? The first time it didn't work out. Yeah. But at least I did it. Because for me, I don't want to be stagnant in my life and complacent. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I go back to New York. Maybe I don't. And there's certain people in your life that you have to you have to keep a relationship with. But at the same time, you have to be willing to go out there and meet new people in your life. Like right now, I three months ago, we didn't even know each other. Nope. And now here we are doing a podcast. And Marwan's here with us doing a podcast as well. Marwani. Yeah. But I didn't know you guys three months ago. Yep. You never thought you'd see this beautiful face. No, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know what it looked now. You know what beauty and just... I was beautiful once. <laughs> I was a handsome young lad. <laughs> okay, so so when you took that trip from North Carolina to Arizona, did you just come straight here? No, so I went from North Carolina up to New York for a little bit. Okay. Spent a few months there, and then I drove from North Carolina, I mean New York, to Arizona. And that was a three-day trip. Three-day escapade. Wow. Yeah. God. Okay, when you when you're okay, this is a little but when you're in the car, what's your go to snack? Uh road trip, you gotta grab one thing in the in the um supermarket or whatever, gas station. Probably what beef jerky. Beef jerky? Probably beef jerky. Marwan, what is yours? Cheetos. What would be yours Me, be? sunflower seeds. Sunflower sunflower yeah. seeds are good too, yeah. The shit out of sunflower seeds. I actually seeds. like uh, I like pumpkin yeah, while I'm seeds driving, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Huh? I like pumpkin seeds too. Pumpkin seeds? Yeah. One of the big things we used to do is when we played wiffle ball, had to have sunflower seeds. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and if we were like the bat- Astros. We were like the Astros, knowing the pitchers <laughs> before they came. You have little buzzers. Did, wait, Told did, you what pitch is coming? Did I tell you the story? I'm trying to think if I said this on the podcast. Did I ever tell you the story of when I got stung in the eye by a bee? Stung in, in the, the eye. eye. Well, on the eyelid. Were you sleeping? By a bee. No. Okay, so the whole reason I brought it up is because we were playing wiffle ball. Yeah. And we used to go to elementary school, and, we, and there was like a certain height off of this brick wall would be a home run. And I felt like Mark McGuire that day. <laughs> and I was hitting these Ooh. I was hitting these babies on the roof. You're roided, baby. And I hit so many on the roof that eventually we just ran out of balls. So my brother was like, you're going to go up there and climb up there and, and get them. <laughs> Like okay, we we did it before, and there was a fence around. You know how they have those uh, those big like fuse electric boxes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, there are a ton of those, and there was a fence there, and the fence was probably, I don't know, ten feet high, mm-hmm. while the roof maybe twelve. Okay. There's a few more feet, thirteen feet, something like that. So I'm climbing up. I go up. I go to grab the drainage pipe. Uh-oh. And I'm hanging, I'm hanging, and all of a sudden bees come out, oh. yellow jackets, stings me Those right. Those guys are so mean. Dude, stung me right in the eyelid, yeah. and I'm hanging on so I can't swat it away, and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I never ended up getting a little Maddie hanging by the freaking I never drain ended up pipe, getting, <laughs> fighting I'm, off like thousands of freaking yellow jackets that come at him. <laughs> mind you, mind you, the next day is my high school graduation party. Beautiful. So Beautiful. I get I get stung in the eye. I wake up the next morning. My eye, I ke- closed. My, yeah, my lid is closed. I can't even look. 
my mom told me to go in the pool, and she was probably right because the chlorine would have helped. Um, <laughs> I didn't go in the pool, and I had to wear an eye patch to my to my high school graduation. I leave the graduation party early to go get a cortisone shot. Okay. And they did uh, not a cortisone. They did like an IV of Benadryl. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, they did the IV of Benadryl, and it went down a little bit. Um, And then the next day I went in the pool, and it pretty much was gone. It was gone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, so uh, lesson learned there. Mama. Yeah, if you get stung by a bee, if you're you're not highly allergic, obviously, if you are, take an EpiPenny. But if you're uh, not highly allergic, I would recommend going into the pool with chlorine. Chlorine? What is it about chlorine that... I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. There's one guy in this room that can search this. He's he's on yes. it. Yes. He's on it. Do you know who would know that? Mr. Seltzer. He was my he was my chemistry teacher. And he kinda looked like a mixture between Pee Wee Herman and Napoleon Dynamite. And he, he sounded like Mr. Mackey from South Park. Okay. I can't imagine a better okay. a better combination. Yeah. It was a deadly combination. I, f- I fell asleep. Almost every day, and I was the front row of the class. <laughs> and my mom went to meet my teachers, and she said, "Do you fall asleep in Mr. Seltzer's class?" So I said, "Yeah." Did you did you hear him talk? Like, and she's like, "Yeah, he is kind of." And she's the nicest person in the world. Never says anything bad. So you know, if she says something borderline subjective, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, he's he's not the most charismatic guy." <laughs> Front row, though. Front row. Come on. I sat next to Joe Gizzy. Man, Joe Gizzy. Was that a nickname or is that his actual name? No, his name was uh, his last Gizzy? name was Gizzy. Yeah. Yep. Jay Gizzy. Jay Gizzy. Okay. Yeah, that was an interesting year. Of Did school. you have any funny nicknames then? Who me? No him. I don't think so. Gizzy. No. No, people just call him Gizzy. Okay. Um, what about uh, you? Do you, you have any funny nicknames? Yeah. No. Okay. So we won't go. Yeah. So I, my nickname wasn't really someone giving it to me. Actually, there was one kid that gave me a nickname. He called me Mad Buckets. Mad Buckets. Mad Buckets. Okay. Because we used to, I used to play basketball with the kid all the time, and um, he he came he came up to me in gym one time. His name's Osinki. Really, really funny guy. He came up to me one time. He's like, yo, man, I got a fucking song for you. I just made it. <laughs> he was like, going through the hood, and I just said, fuck it. Yeah, I'm cruising with Mad Buckets. Ooh. It, was, it just stuck there. And then he, he would call me Mad Buckets. He was the only person who called me Mad Buckets, but so it wasn't really a nickname. But there was one time I got honor roll in a high school, and they're calling up the people's name who got honor roll. And they come up to my name and they say, Matthew uh, Falco. There's not even an A in my last name, so I don't know how come they on. said it. And one kid goes, oh, Falco. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting. It's actually kind of funny now looking back on it because Shane Falco is played by Keanu Reeves. And I do get that. I look like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I can see sometimes. that. Sometimes, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, just... Uh, I, n- I never had a nickname. Lower bank account. I don't think I ever had a nickname. Or a nickname that That's maybe I had or I didn't hear. Maybe uh, it was bad. Maybe most I had people, a bad nickname. Most people called me by my last name. Felico. Felico? Yeah. Felico. 
So my graduation, you know, you said your name was messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my high school graduation, high school graduation, right? This is the last time at Christian graduating. Christian Manhand. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they asked us before, like, how should we pronounce your name? And so, like, you know, we're going up, we're saying to him, like, okay, it's Christian Mahan. Christian Mahan. That's what it is. Okay. She's like, okay, I got it. They call me up, Christian Mahan. <laughs> Christian Mahan. Mahan. Is Mr. Mahan Mr. Here? Mahan. Mr. Mahan, will like, you get a high school oh. diploma? I heard in the faint distance, right, like my group of people were like, it's Mahan. <laughs> I was like... But these people, they, they before they ask you how to pronounce it. How many names they do they have to? I mean, that's like nine hundred names. I get it. Yeah. I get, no, and for my class, I think it was seven hundred. This is when you know there's too many people where they alternate people's oh, announcing God, yeah. names. Yeah. It's like there's just too many. We gotta fail some of these kids. Oh man. <laughs> for my ASU graduation, oh uh, my, they had God. to bring in other people because the first people got tired. <laughs> There were so many names. They got tired. So they brought in some reinforcements. Uh, imagine how terrible that job is. Oh, yeah. That's got to be the worst job in the world. They probably have And you're just nightmares. butchering everything. They're like, oh, my God, it's only 31 days till graduation. <laughs> oh, my God, it's only three hours to graduate. God, you're just, you're just butchering do you think they Do you think they read over them prior? God, no, no. No practice round for no, 45,000 no names, right? No, yeah. The most, like, pretty much the most important day for most people. Graduate yeah. college. And then a, you're just going to absolutely butcher their name. You know what the crazy Which thing actually is, though? they did pretty good, I think. Oh. Okay. Moran's saying they play audios for them. So okay. you could say that your makes, name. Oh, no. For me, they did, like, you have to you have to do it phonetically. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they used to do. Yeah. For us, too. But you know what the craziest thing is? Graduation is not that big for the person graduating. It's bigger for the parents and the family, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I would say so. But I, I think that's pretty much everything in your life. It's going to be bigger for your parents than for you. Really? Your wedding? Uh, okay, maybe. Okay, you got me. <laughs> Touche. Touche. For the groom's Touché. side, it, well, it, de- it depends. It de- well, it depends. <laughs> but I mean, like... Uh, my daughter's first goal, soccer. She was like, "Yeah, she was excited," but we like really jacked. Yeah, her up. We're like, dude, that was your first goal. You get Starbucks. You get the grande size. Whoa. Oh god, yeah, grande. Okay. Okay. Tell now, her now, gets, now. Now she has three cavities. But it's, yeah, but beside you, the point. You should tell her it gets numb after a while. Just getting so many goals. <laughs> you get sick of it. I think she's had she's had uh, three total. She played three seasons, and that was all in one season. I don't, I don't know. She had, she didn't have a goal this what last season. What position does he play? Well, forward. I mean, they're they're young, so they all rotate. It's just like they run. Yeah, they the just run. Yeah. God, if you watch a young, it's a beehive. But when you know someone who's playing, it's the greatest thing in the world to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. Like especially, I can't imagine watching my daughter play. It's yeah, got to be so gratifying. It's a lot of fun. And then when you see just them doing something like scoring a goal, and they, you know, that was the I one, mean that that makes it all worth it. That was the one cool thing about going to a smaller school where you actually know the athletes. Oh, you, yeah, watching. you know like all of them, huh? Yeah, and they, like a, like not just know them, but like a personal you're, connection. You're like friends with them. Yeah, 
Like there was a kid on the football team I was good friends with, and I'd watch him play. And it's it's just interesting for that dynamic because like a big college, yeah, you go to school with the guy, but how many people actually know that guy? Yeah. Like if you're going to LSU, how many people know Joe Burrows? Oh God, he's he's not even in class. Yeah. Yeah, they're paying him. <laughs> you should pay him. I think he should get money based on his own like, his self image. If okay, yeah. So we had this talk. So you you think if they build their self brand, they someone, they should get paid for that, dude? If someone is willing to pay you two thousand dollars for your signature, no school should say, "Hey, you can't take that two thousand dollars." But okay, but I but I say this: if Joe Burrow was at a place like, um. Let's take a smaller school. Okay, let's just say like uh, Arizona State. Mm-hmm. They're they're probably not going to go to the championship game. Probably Pro- not. Probably not. Probably I not. mean, I mean, that would be it'd probably have a great season. But would he still would he make the same amount of money if he was at another school than at a school like LSU? And that that that's like Alabama, Georgia. Like, mm. w- would he would his autograph still be worth the same? Probably not the same, but I mean, so he's, probably not. He's so selecting these, what school he goes to. Yeah, but these bigger schools now, mm-hmm. this is just another recruiting tactic to get a big name to their school. Hey, guess what? We have a platform for you to make more mm-hmm. money off your name. Yeah, I think I think the football's the most difficult sport because it's a sport that I think you shouldn't be able to go straight from high school to co- to to the pros. No, never. Those are those are grown That's what makes it difficult. men. But with basketball, for instance, I don't. I think there shouldn't be the one and done rule. I think it should be you're able to go from high school straight to the NBA. But if you elect to go to college, you have to go for two years. Okay, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because the thing is, you're doing one and done for. I mean, I mean, th- how think many about guys? LeBron. How many guys are? Are actually going to be able to go straight from high school to to the pros? Very few, very few. And usually, when they do go from high school to college, I would assume they would fizzle out pretty quickly. High school to college or high school? Uh, to high school to NBA. Yeah, but like, okay, so we have Ben Simmons there at LSU for a half a year. Yeah. Why are we doing this song and dance? Like, we already we know he's not going to classes. He's not going there for education. No. So why do we have this sham just so? Oh, so the NCAA can have the best players in their pro. There's only going to be maybe two guys a year that are willing to go from high school. Yeah, if that. Yeah, definitely. I I think that's like a once every like five year thing. Yeah, there's a few I could think of offhand. I get LeBron obviously comes to mind. Kevin Durant, uh, not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett. Uh, like Kobe. Did Dwight Howard? I think Dwight Howard did too, right? Yeah. Because I don't remember him going to college. I don't remember. So there's four guys I could think of. Who were the greatest players ever? Majority of them went to college. Jordan went to college. What? Yeah, I would say so. But that that was more of like a. Who? Dwight Howard. So Dwight Howard straight. Straight in. Yeah, because I didn't. Re- I feel like I would remember the school he went to. Yeah, you know what's weird too about college basketball? Sometimes the best player goes to just some random school. Like Ben Simmons goes to LSU. Everyone knows he's going to be the first pick. Kevin Durant goes to University of Texas. Texas. Yeah, I know. 
It's well, a lot of it James is, Harden goes to ASU, one of the worst universities yeah, in, in all. Come of the on, land. man! I mean, all you need is a pulse to get in. I tell you what, James Harden though, they just do a breath test. <laughs> they just do a breath <laughs> test. <laughs> no, no, they don't. It's a very intensive test. That yeah, they, we have to do to get in. Yeah, they check your okay. wrist. They check your wrist for <laughs> a, a pulse. A through Z. Got to got to do it all. <laughs> all 26 of them. Is there 27? Yeah, all of them, bro. You got to say all of them. You know what's crazy? I'm thinking about it right now and I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to I'd have to count them all out. <laughs> oh god. There's 26. 26. We we got confirmation from from Google guy. He didn't need Google. He just used his brain. Oh, you just used his He went to ASU. ASU, okay. That's a good representation. (laughs) (laughs) One for two or 50%. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about on this podcast? Mm. I don't know. I'm pretty good. I'm good with this. Oh, oh, uh, McGregor or Cowboy? Ooh, okay. This is, yeah, this is a good way to finish it off. So... Let me tell you a few scenarios that could happen and then okay. how I think it's going to end up playing out. Okay. Cowboy is known for being better on ground. Okay. So, hypothetically speaking, he could at least try to control Conor McGregor, much like Khabib did, try to beat him down so that Conor can't do his usual game of just striking. Right. He's got nasty lefts. Oh, man, if he gets that he's, left he's, just right. Ooh. Yeah, he's got a hammer for a left hand. Now, I mean, Conor McGregor is also getting paid to go in there and fight, so I'm sure he's working on his his defense for the ground or and shoots just in case that ends up happening. Not that necessarily that's going to work, but I think what's going to end up happening is that Cowboy, like usual, he's gonna he wants a fight, man. He's a true fighter. He wants to throw down. And he's going to throw down with Connor, and that's Connor's game. So you're playing right into it. I think what's going to end up happening is Connor McGregor is going to win this, probably within the first two rounds yeah. of a knockout. If it into goes, the first, beginning, second. That's what I have it at, too. If it goes past two rounds, then it's favor and Cowboy. Okay. If it goes all five, it's a, I would almost guarantee it's a Cowboy win. Okay. here. So I, I've told you my theory. Um, this is by far and away McGregor's fight. He's he's gonna win. <clears throat> he's gonna win, no doubt in my mind. This is, I think Cowboy has like a very very, point five percent chance of winning, for this reason alone. This is the UFC's top money maker, and he's been mm-hmm. off for a, over a year. Yep, they're not going to place him in a fight that they think he will lose, because they're setting up the next fight. Do you think that's why they didn't choose Gaethje? God no. God yeah. I mean that that is that's exact. They're not. They're gonna go against. And I think Cowboy. He looked hurt in his like in the promo video. Like he was limping. Yeah, they were like saying, we we yeah, yeah, yeah we we yeah, don't yeah. know if he's is he fully healthy. Like how how is he coming into this fight? I'll be interested to see that first couple minutes what he mm-hmm. does. Um, I mean, McGregor's a fast starter, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'll be very interested to see the first couple minutes, but. They're not putting McGregor in this fight. He's not going to win. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're setting up. You got Mastaball coming up. Uh, you got Khabib potential rematch. Yeah. You got, the, he wants to challenge. What's the biggest the, fight, you think? 
Let's say he let's say he ends up winning this. What is the biggest fight? I I think Masvidal's next. I think yeah, I think that is I the I think this fight. is going to that. Cuz I think right now if you were to say who's a bigger star, is it Masvidal or is it McGregor? I know in the grand if if McGregor wins, he's probably I mean catapults the That's a huge money fight. That's a huge money but fight. Who, I mean, th- who do you think is the bigger superstar right now? Bigger right this second? Right this second. Man, it's so close. I would only lean... Uh, I would only lean... I would lean McGregor. That mm-hmm. he's still he's still the biggest name. Mm-hmm. See, right now... Okay, so... But, but I think, think Masvidal, he's elevated yeah. himself. I mean, that five-second knockout. I mean, ha- I mean, he's just a beast. And then... And he's the, an absolute beast. The Nate Diaz, the way that it ended... With the stoppage because of the cut. That, that fight will happen again. There, there will be another Masvidal. It kind of made it lackluster, but I think Masvidal is, in the MMA community, a bigger star right now. Reason being okay. is if you look at the— did He's you watch, more relevant Did right you watch now. the press conference with McGregor and Cerrone? I watched a little bit of it. It was kind of— It was boring. That's that's why I think right now Masvidal is— If he came out guns a-blazing, yeah. it would have been like, okay, we're back in. McGregor's gotten humbled, right? Yeah, he's not coming out like his trash talking. Like, yeah, I, no, th- I I think he has a little more respect for. It, but but don't forget that him and Cowboy they got into it. Like, got into on that it a couple and of that years. one yeah. press conference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got into it. So it's not like there's there couldn't be bad blood there. But I think mm-hmm. McGregor's like sitting back, like, wow, you know, I went out with Floyd. I mean, I I went hard trash talking, and then obviously the Khabib fight. I think he's taken a step back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he's come out in the shape he has. I mean, he looks in great shape. Yeah. Um. So I'll be. I'll, this will be. So I have McGregor set to make at least three million on this fight. Cerrone two hundred thousand. These are your bets that you put in three. No, 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 no. These are. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Maddie, I want to be here, baby. <laughs> what? Wait. What is? What is? Uh. I mean, I, McGregor's probably favorite. Oh, what's, huge favorite. What's the line? He's minus. He's minus three thirty. Minus three thirty. Yeah, it, it's not even. It's in my opinion, it's not even worth betting. If you were gonna bet something, I would mm-hmm. go McGregor by TKO. I don't even know what those odds are, but they're probably one fifty. Every now and then, I think about the person who bet for Holly Holm to beat Ronda Rousey, and how happy they were. Oh God, yeah, they were so happy. Even on the next fight, Ronda was. Th- I mean, it was still pretty even. With the Amanda Nunes. Yeah, <sighs> she got. Steamrolled just by her. Steam. She just got absolutely. She did. She within the thir- first thirty seconds, she's like, "I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, that's what it looks like. You okay. know what? She, <laughs> good I for her though. Good for her. She went she, in there. She made a huge name for herself she, in a very short amount of time. Made a lot of money. If you got other options, why select the one getting punched in the yeah. face? I mean, she's just not <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> she just bull rushed you, and if you couldn't take it, then you're going down. Yeah, I think. And then if uh, you, if you blocked a couple of my punches, I'm gonna take you to the ground, and put you on bar. I think that was it. Yeah, the skills. Her, of her the sport, it was in like 45 seconds. You knew whether she was gonna win or lose that fight. The skills of the sport grew during that time period, and then eventually yeah. it just caught up. Yeah. All right. Well, that solves that. We both think McGregor's gonna win. Yeah, I and think then, TKO second round, early second round. I'm going to say in the first two minutes of the second round. I think it's going to be within the first two rounds. Uh, I could I could see it happening in the second. Imagine it's like an Aldo fight again. We're just 13 seconds in. Bang. Crack. 
Yeah, that was. That's crazy. why I I won't pick the round. I'm just gonna go McGregor by TKO. Yeah. Slash KO. All right. So I'll do the same thing. I agree with that. Cool. I think that's it. Well, thanks again, Christian. Now you're fully a part of the team. Marwan, thank you for coming. Yeah, buddy. Appreciate it. Transplant Phoenix, and then we'll have DV on here, dude. Oh, I can't wait. It's I have a lot of questions. <laughs> they our, need to our, be answered. Our friend, yeah, our friend David's going to come on, and it's the interview you didn't know you wanted to listen to. Oh, God, yeah. And mm. it's coming up. Stay anyway, tuned. guys, deuces. Later.